As COVID-19 continues to blaze across the United States, people who have the ability to work from home are doing so. No more commute, no more dressing up, and it must be nice to stream Cobra Kai without your manager being able to catch you, right? Right? Yeah, right. See, your boss needs to be all big brother now with you away from your workplace. So to do that, they have to watch you in you, totally creepy ways. I'm Gustavo Ariano. You're listening to The Times, daily news from the LA Times. It's Wednesday, January 12th, 2022. Companies are increasingly using technology to monitor the activities of their workers while they're on the clock wherever they are. Today, we examine how and why companies are spying on their workers at home and whether there's a backlash coming. So, a Gallup poll last fall found that 45% of full-time U.S. employees were still working from home, at least some of their hours. A full quarter of them exclusively work from home. My LA Times colleague Don Lee reported that most evidence shows remote work hasn't hurt U.S. productivity. But you know how bosses are. They always want to know what their workers are doing. Don covers the U.S. and global economy from Washington, D.C. and joins me now. Welcome to The Times, Don. Hi, Gustavo. Good to join you. So how prevalent is this practice of companies monitoring their remote workers? Well, I don't think anybody knows for sure, but we can get some indication by just the soaring sales of employee monitoring software and surveys by companies that indicate a huge jump in the number of employers that have put in these kinds of programs since the pandemic. And by some measures, it's doubled. And so it's been a striking increase. There was one stat you showed that one of the companies said that before the pandemic, something like only 30% of their sales of monitoring went to companies and now 70% of them do. I think you were referring to one of the providers of employer monitoring software who said that early on in their years, this was pre-pandemic, their sales were mostly driven by companies wanting to just have these monitoring programs for security purposes, just in case they had some kind of intrusion. But now the vast majority of the sales are coming from employers wanting to track and measure productivity. So what are some of the ways that companies can track their employees who are working remotely? It begins basically with tracking time, you know, clocking workers, right? Sort of a digital form of punching in and out, if you will. Yeah, the old time card. I remember those days. And everything in between, right? You take a break or you step away from your machine. And so these programs can log all of that times when you're idle. And then it increases in terms of the monitoring and the level of snooping, logging your keystrokes, every keystroke, including backspace and delete bars. Wow. Monitoring what apps you have on or operating websites and emails and grabbing screenshots. And probably the most invasive is where you have an employer that can activate webcams and microphones so that they can really really see you either live or in recording. Admittedly, that's a relatively small percentage, but that is also available and some employers do make use of that. What's the justification that these companies are using for tracking? I think initially, you know, if you go back uh, almost two years now since when the pandemic started and 
all of a sudden companies had to rush to try to keep their business going. And many of them just had select employees working from home. And all of a sudden they've had to have mass migration of people to work at home to keep their businesses going. And they weren't sure. Managers weren't sure. Well, would my employees be loafing off, watching TV, sitting on their couch, eating or doing other things? And so I think there was a little bit of that. And there was also concern about security and also just how people would behave at home instead of in the office where you could be at least from time to time checked on by bosses, right? So that was the initial. And then after that, I think... You know, a lot of employers haven't gotten rid of them, even though employers have found that productivity, you know, of people working at home and since the pandemic has been good. In fact, uh, many cases higher. Yeah, because you literally can't slack off because you're at home. It's like your job is right there. You cannot escape your job. So mentally, a lot of people are like, well, I might as well continue to work. Yeah. And I think many workers who have been teleworking will tell you that they're actually putting in more hours, right? Because they've taken their work home with them. <laughs> Literally. Literally. <laughs> we'll have more after this break. Don, I know at the LA Times, if you use a company-owned smartphone or computer, you have to download some software. I always delete those messages, so who the hell knows what that's about. But how aware are workers in general of efforts like that for companies to know what their workers are doing? Well, I think the surveys are a little troubling in that regard because, you know, people who are tracking and surveying employers will tell you that many of them are not telling their workers that they've implemented these programs and the nature of what these programs can do. And by law, if they make it clear that in, say, an employee handbook or in general language, that they have the ability to track on an as-needed basis, rather boilerplate language, then they're covered legally. But employees, as you said, tend not to read the fine print and they (laughs) aren't really thinking about that very much. So I think a lot of employees don't know, and those who do know, many of them probably don't know to what extent the employers can do this and their full capabilities. And once some employees do know what's going on, some have quit. You talked to a woman, I believe, who was in Georgia. Yeah, one person I did speak with was Jennifer Garcia, who works at Floyd County Productions in the Atlanta office. She was a high-tech specialist in that company. So she knew more than others did, because once she poked around and saw what this program could do, she realized that it had capabilities that troubled her, including the ability to grab screenshots and to monitor employee activity fairly closely. The company said that it was not doing that and wouldn't do it, but I think she was very uncomfortable with that. And so it did erode a level of trust, at least from this employee's point of view. So she did end up leaving. Damn. What about the companies that are doing the monitoring? What do they say about this recent phenomenon? They say in some cases that it could be very useful and helpful even to the employees that by being able to track work activity online, they can, you know, identify burnout or overwork. And, you know, people nowadays have watches or Apple watches where if you are just sitting there for an hour, it might ping you and say, hey, it's time to get up and stretch a little bit and exercise. And so similarly, some of these programs could do that. 
and managers tracking employees could say, well, I think you're putting in too much time and maybe this will help identify people who are tired. Just like if you were in an office and you're slumped over your desk a lot, then the boss might say, well, I think you need some rest. So that's one justification that employers will sometimes use in employing these programs. Finally, Don, as we enter what looks like year three of the pandemic, how are the stats showing companies either using these tracking apps more or maybe not using them as much? I don't think the data that I've seen indicates a backing away. And certainly the sellers of these software programs will tell you that the sales continue to be quite strong, although I don't think they've been independently verified. And so we don't really know for sure. But the other side of that is there is I think, slowly, some pushback here. Whether it's from employees who have found out or employees who are just unsure, you know, they want to protect their privacy. And you're beginning to see some movement in state legislatures. In Illinois, for example, there is a bill that would limit an employer's ability to use this kind of monitoring for disciplining workers. And so unions are now negotiating the level of employee monitoring, and that includes digital monitoring. The technology has advanced well ahead of the legal and even ethical questions and what's actually happening. But I think they will be coming to a head and there will be more contention in this field because work from home is not going to go away. And the expectation is this is a long-term trend for many people. And, uh, and so we'll have to grapple with this as a, you know, in terms of employers and employees. Don, thank you so much for this conversation. Thank you, Gustavo. Coming up next, a tracker who tracks the trackers. Nick Bloom is a Stanford University economics professor who studies remote work. Nick, welcome to The Times. Thank you for having me on. So how have bosses checking in on their employees while on the clock, but not in the office? How has that changed over the years? Well, there's been an explosion of surveillance software, of course, during the pandemic. Before then, you know, you had working from home, but it was pretty rare to put numbers on it. Only about 3% of Americans work from home full time. That exploded. And of course, a lot of bosses want to make sure people at home are doing what they're supposed to be. So they've installed this uh, creepy surveillance software. It takes pictures of your face through the webcam. It takes screenshots. It can even monitor what what you're emailing, what you're doing. Yeah, that's a really hard word, creepy. Can you elaborate on that? Well, my advice is, look, if you are managing employees well, So you have good performance evaluations, 360 reviews, et cetera. You don't need to install surveillance software. You should be able to evaluate people based on what they do and what they achieve. What I see is firms that don't really have good management instead are doing this thing of trying to basically look over employees' shoulders. But since they're at home, they have to do it through the webcam, through, uh, you know, screenshots. So, for example, if during the day and you want to go check in your sports team or, you know, send an email to a friend that potentially is caught on the random screenshots. Or if you're nodding off, your eyes don't seem to be focusing on the screen. The webcam can take a photo and alert your boss. And 
personally, I think that's, you know, a gross invasion of privacy. And I, it's definitely not something I support. Yeah, we're in this omnipresent, all-seeing eye era of technology. And the companies, they say that monitoring remote workers, it's just to ensure productivity and protect company secrets. What has your research shown, though, about that effectiveness? There's a good and a bad. What is good is firms should properly manage remote workers. So what I mean is that they should evaluate them on you know what they achieve, what they're doing, what their co-workers think of them. And the reason is, look, if I'm working remotely, I want to think that I'm getting rewarded for what I achieve. So if I work hard and do well, you know, I get promoted and rise up. And if not, I get some feedback to improve. What firms shouldn't be doing is snooping on employees, on their social lives, their day-to-day activities, things that are invasive. And that turns out not in research to be particularly helpful for productivity. It makes employees upset, they're stressed, the number of employees that you speak to that say, look, you know, a week into this, this is awful. I can't take it anymore. I, I just feel like, you know, the second I stop typing, my boss is going to be and you know, slacking me or emailing me and saying, what are you up to? So it's actually counterproductive. And honestly, it's just a sign of bad management because well-managed firms don't need to do that. They have normal performance evaluation systems. Did you ever talk to any workers who say, yeah, I want to be snooped on. I want to be tracked while I'm working from home. You know, <laughs> that's like asking a turkey if it likes Christmas. No, <laughs> I mean, you know, nobody wants to be snooped on. It's, it, it's stressful. It's depressing. It feels invasive. You know, we all want to work for a company that appreciates what we do, which you know comes back to proper performance evaluation. So, look, I, I'm a professor. I teach and I do research. And I want Stanford to, you know, reward me if I teach well and do research well and, you know, tell me I need to improve my game if I don't. What I would find invasive is there's a little camera on the wall that was watching what I was doing minute by minute. That doesn't even seem a good way to manage people, let alone, you know, an appropriate thing to do. Not only that, to me, it seems lazy. Like, we're just going to allow technology to evaluate in a way what our workers are doing and making sure that they do just the basic tasks and sometimes a basic task. Okay. That might get you whatever, like you log in, you log out, but that doesn't say anything about productivity, creativity, any of the things that actually makes a great work environment. Yeah. It's lazy. And you know, put it this way back in 2019, we were in the office. There were two ways of management. There was one is what I call management by walking around so, you know, if I'm managing someone, I can walk over to their desk and check whether they appear to be typing and working and, you know, are they furiously sending off emails and apparently being productive. Or I can do management based on output. I can see what they achieve, their sales figures, you know, their feedback, et cetera. The problem is firms that relied on management by walking around are really struggle when employees have gone remote. And those firms have tended to fall back, some of them at least on surveillance software. And, you know, that's the sign of bad management. They never really should have been doing management by walking around in the first place. But you can kind of get away with it in person. But it turns out to be a disaster remote. You talked to my colleague, Don Lee, who we heard earlier in the podcast, and you told them that you don't think this trend of employers using surveillance technology is going to stick around long. No, it, you know, it, it's a sticking plaster. So what happened is you had the pandemic, you had a whole mass of companies that were kind of pretty uh, lackadaisical on management. They, you know, management by walking around, they'd watch people, what they do, they're relaxed. And, you know, they could get by on that. And suddenly they all shifted home. And now you're a manager at seven, eight employees. You used to watch them, but they're now remote and you start to get nervous. Are, you, are they working? What are they doing? Or are they, you know, I'm playing computer games all day or sleeping. 
So then you think, aha, I'm going to get the surveillance software. The story I hear is normally you put this thing in place and you get amazing resistance within you know three, four months. You've had half your team quit because they're so upset and depressed by it. And so you normally go back and try and put in better management systems. So yes, you see in the numbers, there was a huge surge in expenditure on surveillance software back in you know, March and April 2020 at the beginning of the pandemic. But firms are rapidly, you know, and increasingly moving away from it. So I don't think this is a long run thing because it's basically bad management. On the other hand, bosses are the type of people that if you give them an inch, they'll take the whole ruler and then make you fill out an expense form for it. Well, you know, one of the things that's helping everyone right now is how tight the uh, labor market is. The labor market is red hot and it's incredibly hard for firms to go and hire people. So, you know, it's basically bad management. If you go do something like install surveillance software that really upsets all your employees and causes half of them to quit because you're going to find it very hard to replace them. So I would strongly advise firms, particularly right now, not to use surveillance software. It's not very effective. It really upsets employees. And instead, you know, spend a bit more time and get proper performance evaluation systems up and running. Be good bosses, in other words. Yeah, be good. I mean, you know, maybe in the middle of a recession when people are desperate for jobs, you can treat employees in a horrible way, but that is not 2021. 2021 or 2022, I should say, given where we are now, you know, is the hottest labor market in, you know, kind of recent history. And you have to treat employees well, which means don't snoop on them, allow them to work from home typically two, three days a week, you know, treat them well, give them feedback, train them, et cetera, all the standard stuff. Nick, thank you so much for this conversation. Hey, thanks very much, Gustavo. Thanks for having me on. And that's it for this episode of The Times, daily news from the LA Times. Tomorrow, a history of Chuck E. Cheese, or what I call Chuck E. Cheese. Our show is produced by Shannon Lynn, Denise Guerra, Kasha Brasalian, Melissa Kaplan, Ashley Brown, and Angel Carreras. Our engineer is Mario Diaz. Our editors are Lauren Rabb and Kinsey Moreland. Our executive producers are Hasmin Aguilera and Shawnee Hilton. And our theme music is by Andrew Ethan. Like what you're listening to? Then make sure to follow The Times on whatever platform you use. Don't make us to Puccia Podcasts. I'm Gustavo Ariano. We'll be back tomorrow with all the news in this month. Gracias.